Riley from the Energy Boutique with your energy forecast for Wednesday, November 30th. So welcome to the very last day of November. We are wrapping up the life lessons that November was meant to teach us. If you need a little bit of a refresher on what that was, you can go ahead and listen to the energy forecast, especially the intro for what November was set out to teach us. Now, of course, we are on the cusp of diving into a brand new month in December. Definitely look out and listen to the December energy forecast if you're interested on kind of staying ahead of the energetic game for the month. And of course, as you know, I always try to promise I deliver the December Zodiac forecast in a semi-timely fashion. I'm a little bit more on the ball this month. I have no clue how I pulled that off once again. But uh, take a listen to your November Zodiac forecast here on YouTube as a review. Again, disclaimer, I put out those forecasts because those that's paid content for my Patreon subscribers and for those that download those forecasts from my website at the beginning of the month. So if you're listening to November's Zodiac forecast and saying, hmm, uh, I think you put out the wrong month or I think you're like a month too late, please understand that that is the process of how I release that information. If you're interested in December's energy forecast for all of the Zodiacs, you can hop over to my Patreon. You can access all 12 over there for your rising, for your sun sign. And if you just want to download them individually, you can head up my website and download your rising sign and your sun sign. So here we are on the very last day of November. We are about to have our first quarter moon in Pisces energy. This is the first chapter of the new moon in Sag that we just had uh, last week. So this is like the first phase of manifesting, if you will. The first quarter moon always provides us with an intense action point where we feel like we have to choose. We feel like we have to decide. We feel like we have to take action. And sometimes that action makes us kind of do something that maybe we shouldn't do because we didn't think it out very well. Or we could be sitting in this particular situation and really just considering the actions that we want to take and how that's going to have an effect on the people around us. And this is a great time to kind of, although it is stressful and although it is intense and although it, there is an urgency to it, this is a good time to kind of whittle away what has been working for us, what hasn't, what we need to do in moving forward to align with the path, with the intentions that we set for ourselves under the new moon in Saturn. And just know that this is a little bit of a cluster F of energy, let's just say. So of course, the moon is in Pisces all day. It's a semi quiet day in the cosmos, believe it or not. There's only six different aspects here today, but all six of them involve the moon, which technically makes it a moon day. So out of the gate, we have the moon in Pisces making a very positive interaction with Uranus, the great awakener who is retrograde in Taurus energy. This is a positive interaction. So what this does for us, the moon in Pisces is helping us to see where endings are needed, what it is that we've outgrown, what it is that we're no longer in alignment with in order for us to clean the slate and prepare to move on to new chapters. Uranus being retrograde in Taurus energy has us illuminated to what it is that we're overly attached to 
here in this physical realm. Could be routines, could be relationships, could be titles, possessions, all kinds of earthly types of comforts. So what this is doing is kind of giving us a zap of energy, an aha moment, if you will, an epiphany on what it is that we've outgrown, what it is that we're holding on to desperately, and what it is that holding on to, whatever that case may be, is likely blocking us from doing the healing work, the growth work needed in order for us to actually move on. Keep in mind, Pisces energy, super emotional, hypersensitive. Uranus energy, highly highly electric brings a lot of anxiety to our physical bodies. What do we get when we bring them together? An overwhelming state of anxiety in our mental plane and in our emotions. And seeing as we're about to have our first quarter moon in Pisces, there's always a buildup of energy there as well. Again, if you haven't listened to this week's Ascension forecast, go ahead and do so so that you can clearly understand the physical symptoms that we can expect with some of these higher energetic shifts. This would be one of them. At 9.37 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the moon is going to square the sun. This is what gives us our first quarter moon in Pisces. This is a time of tension, a time of conflict, a time of intense urgency to make a choice, make a decision, to choose a path, to choose a direction. And this could be an overlap between what it is that we have to let go of in order for us to have free hands or free heart space or free head space to align and embody the new qualities and characteristics, the new elements, topics, and themes that's going to get us on the path that we actually desire to pursue at this particular time. Now, again, the first quarter moon doesn't feel good. It's overwhelming. It triggers a lot of emotion. It triggers a lot of thoughts that don't necessarily make sense. We feel the pressure to make a change, to, you know, take action, but yet we don't feel like we're ready to do so right now. This is an aha moment of consciousness where there are going to be new insights coming into our awareness, a new projection of the path, the direction that we now have a desire and a passion to pursue. But a lot of that is met with a lot of even grief or sadness because we are ending a very difficult chapter of loss of damage, of destruction, of soul evolvement. And a lot of times we only evolve when we go through great bouts of pain and suffering. But we are essentially learning to leave that behind because the possibilities of the horizon that sit ahead of us are just too damn enticing and exciting for us to stay in the funk. So this is where we get our tension point. This is where we get our conflict. This is definitely a boiling point of emotion, of our mental plane, and of our physical energy. The moon goes ahead, semi-squares, which is a little bit of a tension, not as much tension as a square, but a semi-square with Pluto, the great transformer. So what this kind of suggests, because there's literally like hours in between the first quarter moon popping off and this particular interaction with Pluto taking place later in the afternoon, what this does suggest is that the conflict, the tension, the urgency, the drama that we just sat in has illuminated to us 
where it is that a change and a transformation is needed. And we can only do that by bossing up, by standing in our power, by sorting through our emotions, by aligning with the right kind of mental narrative, taking on new thoughts, a new direction in our inner realm, first and foremost, because that's where the change needs to happen. We need our heart and our head to get on board and get in alignment before we can engage the physical body to go ahead and take an action that's going to help us bridge the gap from where it is that we're at to where it is that we desire to be. And the Plutonian energy is about death, endings, damage, destruction, in order for a new birth, a resurrection, a regeneration to take place, which is the recipe for a true transformation. And the transformation, again, is taking place in our inner realm, first and foremost, before we're going to start seeing that change and transformation take place in our physical realms. The moon is going to bump into Chiron in not the nicest way. This is going to, yes, expose our wounds because, of course, Chiron is the wounded healer. He shows us the wounds that we're here to heal. And then he gifts us with the knowledge and the wisdom, the resources to heal said wounds. He's retrograde in Aries energy. He's all about reinventing ourselves, rebranding ourselves, especially detaching from the pain and trauma suffering story that has become too intertwined in who it is that we are. The moon in Pisces wants us to do that deep seated soul like healing in order for us to provide an ending and a closure to a certain soul chapter, a certain pain chapter in order for us to move on. This particular interaction is going to highlight one of two things and probably both, both where the wounds are still alive and well. There's a lot of pain, a lot of grief, a lot of sadness, a lot of depression, a lot of purging that needs to happen because, of course, the Pisces energy represents the unconscious collective. And right now, the collective is going through a very deep, dark time. This translates into our individual lives, plucking out the storylines that best fit this vibration frequency and energy. Many of us have had a lot of loss, a lot of damage, a lot of destruction, a lot of situations, a lot of spiritual life lessons that have put us in a situation to let go of surrender to watch the ending, the death of certain topics and themes, relationships, spiritual life lessons take place in our lives. The second thing that's going to be illuminated here because the wounds are right in our face is how are we going to heal them? What do we have to do to heal them? Well, the first, the first thing we need to do is acknowledge them, which I think we're going to do because they're going to be a loud, loud, painful wound in our face. We're going to feel like somebody's rubbing the salt in our wounds, highlighting the shadow realm of our thoughts and feelings in order to bring it into our awareness. So check that first step off. We're aware of it. Now, second question, what are we going to do about it? Well, we know we don't want to sit in it because it doesn't feel good. So we have to make a change. What are we going to change? Well, because the moon is a factor here, we have to change our emotions. How do we change our emotions? Well, we have to change our perspective and our understanding of the situations that created these wounds. So we have to move into our inner world. We have to analyze them. We have to kind of ask ourselves the deep seated questions on how this actually came to be, what this actually means for us, what we actually have control over. And when we have the answers to those questions, then we can boss up and take control in attempting to heal them, attempting to give ourselves loveness and kindness and just a gentle arena of healing energies, because of course, we're in Pisces energy, which is very, very healing. 
So it is going to illuminate the wounds, but it's also going to illuminate what it is that we have to do to heal these particular wounds. And although this doesn't feel good, the moon goes ahead and sextiles the true node, which does suggest that sitting in that funk and having those very heart to heart, deep seated inner realm conversations does reveal a path forward. That destiny point that the true node represents is the path that we need to be on in order for our souls to evolve, for us to move on, for us to grow, for us to heal. This is a harmonious aspect, which means that we tap into the positive qualities of this Pisces energy, which is soul healing. This is having a different understanding perception on what we just went through and rewriting the script, rewriting the narrative, because the minute that we can flip the script, the minute that we have a different perspective, the minute that we have a different insight, observing from a different set of eyes, what we just went through, we can pluck out the silver linings. And the minute that we do that, we change our emotions. And the minute that we do that, we change our attitude. And the minute that we do that, we can engage the physical body and take the kind of direction and path needed in order to create distance from what it is that have harmed us, what it is that is ending. And of course, you know, create a little bit of a closer proximity to the path, to the element, to the things that we are looking to actually align with. We end the day off with the moon and Pisces, sextiling, which is a beautiful energy with Uranus. Now we started the day off with the moon making a positive interaction with Uranus. We're going to end the day off with an even more positive aspect with Uranus. And what this is suggesting to us is that as we kind of move through the day, we were illuminated to a lot of things that we have an over attachment to things that we were stuck on things that we were kind of fixed with things that we weren't willing to change or budge or let go of. But we've realized throughout the day that holding on to the pain is only keeping us in a state of pain. Holding on to the sadness, to the suffering, to the trauma is only continuing to keep those vibrations and frequencies alive. Holding on to people, places, ideas, things, whatever the case may be here in this physical realm is only slowing down the process of us aligning with our true mission, with our true purpose, with our true self. This is a sudden shift in perception, a sudden shift in our emotions. That's exactly what we need to do is raise the vibration and frequency of our inner realm, getting our heart and our head on the same page and opening up our minds to what needs to change, what needs to transform, what needs to shift first in order for all the other pieces to follow suit, to align and to create a path, a direction that leads us away from the pain and leads us into the direction of healing. <laughs>